from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. The Lombardi line here on a Monday. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the Beeston Studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi, back in the office in Jersey. It was nice to have you out at the Borgata all weekend, though. You're going to be there it through March. Good. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, it was great. I, it was a great vibe in that place yesterday. You know, Thomas mentioned that, you know, he had a bunch of Seattle fans. I think it was Colt fans in there. Uh, and he needed Seattle. It was, they were sitting at the table near me, and they were, I mean, they were diehard now. They were uh, really, um, really uh, into the game. And now I just, re- as, I, as I pause and after I say that story, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick was just placed yep. on into reserve today due to a hip injury. So he's out, and uh, Taylor Haneke is the starting quarterback, and we'll get see what goes from there. Yep, so it's official. Fitzpatrick's going to be out. He's going to be placed on the IR. There's short-term, there's long-term. We don't know exactly how long he's going to miss here, uh, how much time he's going to miss here. But Heineke provides a spark. They gave him a nice little contract to be a backup. He doesn't have a big arm. You saw him play well in the, po- in the postseason last year against Tampa Bay. He's kind of he, he he does a lot of little things, right? He's got a little he's got a feel to his game. He provides a spark, but and the and you know the Washington football team fan base likes Heineke, and the backup's going to be Kyle Allen. I'm sure they'll add somebody else because um, they, they could get in trouble there. But Fitzpatrick has officially been declared out. The offense wasn't great; they didn't have the ball. The big issue for Washington is the vaunted defense that did not show up. 
Yeah, that's right. I mean, nobody, I haven't read that. I mean, nobody talks about it. Everybody just assumes they're great on defense. They're horrible on defense. I mean, you give up 73% on third down and you're supposed to be a pass rushing specialist to an offensive line that's a work in progress, right? Slater's new, Lindsey's new. You know, they got a bunch of new components. And look, they fixed the, the give, give Tom Telesco credit. He fixed his team the right way. Got offensive line, signed somebody in free agency. He had great skill on that team. You know, he let Hunter Henry grow. Hunter Henry go used his assets to sign some offensive linemen. He needed to do it. And, and look, with this quarterback, I mean, with this quarterback, they could be great. Yeah, uh, I totally agree with you. And Eckler was in the mix. Now, I, I heard you mention. So, I want to touch on the games you specifically were able to check the tape to this morning. I know it's a lot of. It's a big turnaround. Listen, what time did that game end last night for you? I mean, that game was like over. Uh, that was a, that. No, that went quick because we were so worried about possessions and, and control passing. That game was over by eleven o'clock last night. That's not terrible. That's not terrible. No, it's not at all because, thankfully, Matt Nagy had a plane to catch. He wanted to keep having completions because we were 71% completions. We're 71% completions, you know. That's <laughs> all they care about. Oh, we got to complete pass. We're completing passes. We're not, we're not getting it. We're lost but making great time. You know, we're lost but making great time. I think that's the case. So you did get to check in on the Seahawks-Colts tape. The 12s were sitting next to you at the casino yesterday. Seahawks pick up a nice win, 28-16. They end up closing three. We talked about the machinations of this number. Uh, ends up closing three. So a cover, a win for the Seahawks. What did you see when you took a look at the tape? I saw the Colts, who think they're good on defense, didn't play well on defense, right? I thought the Colts really played poorly defensively, gave up too many big plays. When they played zero coverage, they gave up a beautiful touchdown pass to Tyler Lockett. Great throw by Russell Wilson. Yeah. And then when they, you know, at the end, near the end of the half, they get beat in, in, in a cover two. The safety can't run with them. And the next thing you know, uh, Lockett's down the field for another 69-yard touchdown. He had four catches for 100 yards. I mean, Metcalf had four for 60. I mean, they really threw the ball effectively. And they did it in a, in a very controlled fashion. They were able to run play-action passes. They were good on third down. And I thought the Colts were really good. But the Colts' biggest problem is their left tackle situation. Their offensive line isn't where it needs to be yet. They need to still develop that coming through. But uh, I, I thought the Colts had their chances in the game. But at the, at the end of the day, you know, the Colts are two for four in the red zone. You can't win like that. I mean, the Colts essentially are a little bit like the Patriots. They played well in a lot of aspects. They fumbled, they turned the ball over, and they weren't good in the red zone, and that cost them. And they gave up points in the middle eight. You're going to have to expect Wilson's going to go off. He goes 18 to 20, especially in September. Four touchdowns, no picks. We get that. We understand the receivers. But Seattle ran the ball over Indy. Like, Indy's got to cut one thing out. You've got to stop the run. Carson went off. Askridge had a nice little, you know, Russell. They, they ran the ball for 140 yards, Seattle. Yeah, and they had the big run. They had a 33-yard run early in the game. And and I think that, you know, they did a good job of stopping the run. I mean, they did. you can hold the Colts, the Colts' longest run was 12 yards. You know, and so that, that really was – and they didn't give up any big plays. The difference in the game was, you know, Seattle made big plays. The Colts didn't make big plays. The Colts' longest pass play was 24 yards. You know, that's – once again, it's not about completions. You know, people say this all the time, Patrick. I think it's really important in the book that I'm working on. They always say, well, you know, Namath threw more, t threw more interceptions than touchdown passes, right? Well, that was an era where it, it, nobody was concerned about interceptions. They wanted touchdown passes. It was a different game than it is now. And then, then we got into the percentage of completion game, which is all about – we're now coming out of that 
where we are, if you're 55%, but you're making a lot of big plays down the field, you can still effectively win. Yep. This percentage of completion era that we have gone through, it looks good on paper and it gives your quarterback a high rating. You're just not winning any games. Got to look at YPA. You got to look at YPC. You got to look at how far, what they're attempting. You're 100% right. And Wentz, okay, so let's talk about him. The numbers look fine. What did you see from Carson in his debut there with the Colts? I saw the guy that looked a little bit like 17. He moved around, made some throws, got a big body out there. You know, he carried the ball. He had 24 carries for 23 yards. I thought he did a nice job. I thought, I thought that Frank Wright did a nice job. Thought they just didn't execute well enough in the red zone, and they didn't make the plays that they needed to make on third down. They were 38% on third down. And no T.Y. You know, they they no, had the, Yeah, no T.Y. Hilton. They had so the that, ball 35 yeah. minutes. They had the ball 36 minutes without a great third down percentage. That's right. So Without a great third down percentage. And so, they only had two penalties. I mean, they're, they, this is one of those where everybody is going to be on the Rams against the Colts. And I'm just saying, it's going to be a harder game for the Rams than you think. So be careful there. You know, what I'm hearing from you with the Seattle 28-16 win at the Colts, the Colts had dealt with so much coming into this, we understand. You're kind of positive coming away with both these teams. Maybe a little down on the Colts' defensive unit, but mostly positive on both the Colts and the Seahawks after watching the tape. Yeah, you know, look, the Colts, you can't give up big plays. You You can't let the ball get thrown over your head. That's a recipe for a disaster. You know, you got to play the ball in front, especially when you want to play zone like the like the Colts like to do. They played some, they mixed some man up in there, but they've got to get better at that. And then they've got to find a way to make explosive plays. They, you know, Paris Campbell had their longest pass play. They've got to find a way to make explosive plays down the field. And look, Seattle is well coached. You know, they attack the pocket. Jamal Adams is up there. They play the run really well. And when and when when the Colts can't get their run game going. When their longest run's 12 yards and they can't bust a big run out, which is what Seattle did, it's a problem. All right, so there it is. coming Now, reports coming out of Washington. Rivera says he's not looking at a quarterback. Pardon me. And I wasn't trying to start drama with the uh, possibility of Cam. Listen, he, he's been in Washington for two years. He's never dallied with the idea of Cam. That's not happening. I don't know if Cam's dallied with the idea of him either. You know, I think they love Kyle Allen. They do, you know, and they got they have Hanky. I, I think Hanky's kind of beating out Kyle Allen, but they still like Kyle Allen. And now they got to go play a game against the New York Football Giants. I mean, look, until they fix their defense, until they stop teams from seventy three percent on third down, who are they beating? Nobody. Nobody. That's the correct answer. R e l a x. Aaron Rodgers, uh, Will Hill said he, he looked like he didn't want to be there. He looked like he wanted to be hosting Jeopardy. Uh, you, don't want to, yeah. you don't want to overreact. He said it's a kick in the you-know-what, in the you-know-where. So he's frustrated there. There's two sides to this game. Jameis and Pey- Peyton's just a wizard. I mean, and Kamara is yeah. – I think it's McCaffrey and Kamara, to me, are the two where you, if you want to pick one, go ahead, have your fun with those two. Uh, but a tremendous performance by the Saints because of what they had to deal with as well. No doubt. Practice. They went back to Dallas last night. I know. It's incredible. They didn't even go home. They didn't even go home. I mean, look, look, we've said this on the program. Sean Payton has done more to keep Drew Brees' career alive the last two. That $50 million that Drew Brees made over the last two seasons is is really about Sean. If he would have gone anywhere else, he would have never gotten that money. 
His arm strength was really was, was going way down. He couldn't do the things he needed to do from the pocket. Sean made that offense go, and it was exciting. And he, and he sprinkled in Taysom Hill to give you a little bit of some problems as you went about it. And he did a great job with that. Sean's tremendous, tremendous coach. Tremendous. And now he gets Jameis Winston. He has him throw the ball 20 times, 14. Now he got... He got, you know, he threw an interception in the red zone that got called back on a personal foul penalty. But, I mean, look, they ran the ball 36 times against the Green Bay unit. I mean, Green Bay runs it 15 times in the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is what – and then this is the classic Matt LaFleur game. I, you know, classic my, – my cousin Vince – who we call Big Daddy Vince. He's right. a Packer fan. He hates LaFleur. You know, he calls him something else that I can't say on the name. And, you know, and, and he sends me a text, LaFleur's clueless. I mean, do you know that they were one for 10 on third down, the Packers? That's One for horrific. 10 on third down. Wow. How do you do that? Like, you're an offensive guru and you're one for 10 on that. That's planning. Like, when I'm criticizing Garrett about his run game, that's planning. Like, I'm not just trying to be a jerk here and say, you, you got to plan to run the ball. You got to plan to convert third down. When you go one for 10, your plan was bad. 229 total yards on offense. He had five picks last year, Rodgers. He had two picks yesterday, two picks within like the first seven throws. I mean, 10 minutes as far as possession battle, won by the Saints. Uh, as much as we want to crush the Packers, which is easy to do because of Rodgers, and we'll come back and discuss, a lot of this is about giving credit to the Saints here, Michael. No doubt. And Sean Payton and the team and their ability to withstand the distractions and their families with all the Ida stuff that they had to get around. It was really impressive. It really, really was impressive as well. In Houston, the debut of Mr. Coley or was it the debut of Urban Meyer? Well, both debuted. One showed up, one didn't. And we said it. Michael was all over, obviously, Houston. That ended up closing three and a half. Not even the three, which we couldn't believe. We'll come back and discuss Jacksonville and Houston as we continue here. Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, 
in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Okay, so you hear about betting splits and money and ticket percentages. Well, we've got it all taken care of for you. Just get over to vcin.com slash subscribe. For 22 bucks a month, you get literally everything we offer. So I would encourage you to do so. You see it right there. Find out which games are seeing most tickets written, odds, data, analysis for every game. Start your trial right now. But 22 bucks a month can't beat it. vcin.com slash subscribe. We do welcome you back. I, there's two books that are three and a half tonight. One's Circa, one is here uh, at the South Point, and mostly everybody else is four. We'll get to that in a second. I have to ask. I mean, this is a busy, yeah. mo- this is a busy Monday. You are on the phone. You are, you, I mean, nonstop. Who's calling? What's going on? There's action there in Jersey. No. I, mean, I can't I'm hear anything. I'm not snooping. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, you know, we got things to get done. I mean, it's like a big week. You know, you got to get to figure who's hurt, who's not. I just heard Becton's only going to be out four to six weeks. That's it's an good. MCL, not an ACL. That helps Jet fans. Cause, uh, but, you know, that those always take a lot. That looked worse than it really was. Uh, but that Jet offensive line, my Lord, they're going to have to fix some of those problems. And Jason Verrett, the corner from San Francisco, I think he's out with the ACL. I haven't gotten that confirmed yet. Wait, so what the hell is going to help a Jets fan? We can talk a little bit about this. They've got New England coming to town. That Jets team, Mm -hmm. that we joked about the six and a half number for the season win total. They ain't getting there. And then that was, I I mean, that was, that kid was under pressure. You can talk a little bit about Carolina with your son down there. But I I told you, I thought, I heard Phil Simms say he thought this Carolina team could be a little sneaky. I just yeah. like the way they're coached. I mean, you know, I just, they're just so into it. I told you last year watching Patricia and the Lions go down there, there was a difference of just vibe. You know, rules, yeah. good coach. I mean, and I thought they did a really good job with Darnold. I thought they did a really nice job, and Darnold threw the ball away. I think some of the best plays that Darnold had were his incompletions. Mm. When he starts to scramble, I was like, oh, no, don't, don't, no, no, no. And he threw it away. Beautiful. Beautiful. Look, the Jets have no run game either. I mean, the Jets have no run. They can't run block. I mean, if I were to say to you who was their leading rusher, you'd you know, Tevin Coleman. I mean, you want to build a run game around Tevin Coleman? I mean, he's an auxiliary runner. Not, a, not You know, he's the, like we talked about. He ain't the lead singer. He's Daryl Hall. I mean, he's John Oates. He's not Daryl Hall. You know, 
You can't, you can't, you know, Daryl Hall, let me just put something on the record here. Please. Daryl Hall in the 70s and the 80s had one of the greatest voices you could ever have. Now, it ain't the same now because Daryl's a little older, but, I mean, you know, Daryl was, you know, you talk about, the, he was the Barry Sanders of the of a, of a singer now. <laughs> I mean, too, you're talking to somebody that loves some man-eater, rich girl. She's gone. I mean, it's all, I, I can't go for that. You making my dreams uh, I mean, come true. I mean, they're just jam I, after jam after jam. I could go see him in college all the time. I mean, you got some Daryl Hall now. Yeah, that's a voice. I mean, you that's know, Bill voice. Medley had one too, but this, but you can't, you can't have John Oates as your leading rusher and Tevin Coleman. You can't do that. That ain't gonna work. <laughs> you can't go for that. You can't no can do. That. That, no can. That should be a name of a segment, Matt. <laughs> I no, wouldn't no trust me. Do. We talked about it already during the break. If you don't think Hall and Oates is going to be an integral part of this show moving forward, <laughs> you've lost your freaking mind. All right. So this actually, this game got bet down to three and a half. So when we were sitting here yeah. yesterday, it was like four was and a half. Was that S word involved? Was that S word? Yeah, it was. The a, lot Jets, of, a lot of it. The Jets were yeah, getting bet. Um, yeah. Wilson, you see the arm talent. It's pretty obvious. Oh, well, great. Yeah. I mean, look, he, you know, he. He's got no run game, right? He's playing from behind. I mean, the, the, the Panthers' plan all through the game was let's get the lead. Let's get the lead. Let's make him play from behind. Let's make him have to throw it 35, 40 times. He's not going to beat you throwing it that many times. He's, that line can't protect that much. And, you know, this is the biggest fundamental problem with the NFL. Is The, the question is, what are we going to have to do to win? You know the scene in Apollo 13 when all those guys are sitting around the table and they dump that stuff on the table and they say, we've got to make this into that using nothing but this. That's, that's week two, week one of the NFL season. We now know who we are. We now know what we have to do. And how are we going to fix this? And if you're Salai, what are we going to do? What are we going to hang our hat on? You know, what are we going to hang our hat on? We're going to, what are we going to get better at? we got to get better at this. And, and with the Jets, it's a little what I call Curly in the boat. Remember when Curly was in the boat, you know, he would drill one hole to let the water out of, out of the other hole. Now he's got two holes. That's, that's a little bit of the Jets problem, you know. And I think they've got to really, really take a look and say, okay, this kid's really talented. But if we get this kid beat up way too much, and he was ding last yesterday. Like if I would have been at the game, I would have called down to have him at a concussion test because I thought he got really hit on the on the, on the sack that he took down on the goal line when they were coming down, and uh, I, he he he's not going to be able to take that much pressure. Sack six times, Wilson for 51 yards. A couple of things I know that offense that 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 room with all the offensive play callers and coaches with Carolina this Monday. They're they're nodding their heads slowly in approval when you get McCaffrey 30 touches, 21 carries, 98, nine catches, 89, no touchdowns, but he's just so he's such a weapon. Darnold has to feel very comfortable with that. And again, what what does he average? He averages 9.9 yards per catch. This is what I'm trying. This is what I wanted Zeke, Zeke Elliott to do. That's right. Like that's what you need out of your running back. You need him to be able to make some plays. Robbie Anderson's a home run hitter. He had one catch for 57 yards. They had the right coverage call. Boom, they beat it. You know. And, and so if the, if Dan Arnold makes a couple other plays in the game, you know this isn't even a closer game. So credit to the credit to the Panthers. The Jets. Look, we know it's going to take some time to get this thing rebuilt, but they're not good enough in the offensive and the defensive lines right now. You know, everybody talks about, oh, they drafted Elijah Moore. Watch out for him. Great. 
I'll watch them. But, he, you know, unless they're counting five Mississippi, we're not watching them. <laughs> no, we watched them with one reception. Uh, didn't do anything yesterday. Corey Davis had a nice little the, the big-time sign-in in the offseason. A five reception had the touchdown pass from Wilson. I mean, you just see just the, how he flicks it. You see the natural arm talent. Yeah. But he, he does, frankly, Wilson does. I know people say in person he's bigger than you think. He looks small to me. Yeah, he does. He looks small, and he took some hits yesterday. And again, I mean, he kept. I mean, it ain't. It, every time he got off the ground, I kept saying it ain't coastal. No, that ain't coastal Carolina. Where let's call the Carolina Panthers, not coastal Carolina. That's, that's facts. And he lost to coastal. To be fair, um, mm-hmm. so we have to bring it up. The survivor yeah. contest uh, contestants can breathe with the 49ers pick. I. I, I don't even care what happened. It was crazy. You know, whether it, depending on what you, when you bet this number with the Lions, you either, you either covered, you pushed, or you lost. I mean, that's the I important. Didn't, I, didn't li- I didn't like that game. I would have that not game picked was... that game if I was in Survivor or if I was in a contest. I didn't like that game. I just felt like it, it was too hard to judge going into Ford Field. I, I, really, I know the Lions are bad. I know they're bad. I mean, now, if you want to bet Green Bay and Survivor this weekend, probably you should do it. But remember, I, I think I, I, you know, you've got to keep a team alive for your uh, – no, the, the Green Bay doesn't play Thanksgiving Day, so you could take them against Detroit. But, you know, and they're playing home, and you know they're going to move the ball against Detroit in that game. So, But I, I think you've you got to look at Detroit, and when they're playing at home, they're, they're, they could make some plays. Just remember that we talk about the timing all the time. If you bet the Lions catching seven and a half, you lost. If you bet them catching eight, you pushed. And if you ended up betting the closing number, you won. So it's 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 interesting the way that this number the, the number played out. But the Lions themselves, let's not get lost in the 41-33 win for the 49ers. I'd be more frustrated if I was Shanahan with that second half. And it, it's the Lions couldn't be – it's impossible to be slower on defense. I don't know how it's possible. And they draft a kid three overall who's done for the year in Okuda, but when he was playing, he was getting toasted. I mean, it's unbelievable. Well, they're you know they're bad they're bad and they're bad up front. You know they have no real pressure. They can't get pressure. They're bad up front and they're slow in the back end. I Terrible. mean they're slow in the back end. But I bet their linebackers are really well coached on fundamentals. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> I bet you those. It's easy to fundamentally to play well when you're standing in the same spot the whole game yeah. and moving in slow motion. I mean, I mean, they have no pass rush. No, Patrick. I mean, no, they don't. No, it's. it's I mean, this is a bad. This is a bad football team. Now, I mean, look, they're not. They're not that horrible in the offensive line, but they have no receivers. I mean, where are we? Well, going? they ran the ball well, and you know that's what Lynn and Kneebiter wants to do. They ran, Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift are a good one-two punch. I like Swift's the offense. Swift's very good, and I like the offensive line. And I, from what I understand, people that texted me that were covering the game, Sewell played well. Okay, that's good. But golf is ter- golf is terrible. I'm sorry. I I know people like what he did in the second half. Golf is he's just whatever. He's not terrible. He's whatever. No, it's perfect for him. The second half, you know, the game's over. He wasn't competing against the 49ers. He was competing against the clock. That's right. That's what he was competing against. I mean, people lose sight of that. You know, it's all junk yards. And then here's what happens. These yards go in the stats as if they're meaningful. They're really not. 
No. That's why total yards are, you know, it's like first, I mean, this game's 31 to 31, was it 31 to 7, 31 to 10 at the half? It was 41. It was 41-17 when the Lions started coming coming back. 41-17. It was 31-31. It was 31 to 10 at the half. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, that that baby's over. And I hope I hope they betters listen to us about Hawkinson. Hawkinson is going to catch 100 balls. I mean, all he does, balls. he all he does, he had eight for 97 yesterday. All he does is look for him to bail him out because Lynn's offense is a rudimentary. Anyway, enough of that. Good cover for the Lions on the closing number. We come back with your boy Josh Applebaum next here at Lombardi. And then, and then we'll get Michael Lombardi's official play on Monday night here at Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. Okay, remember, you can subscribe right now, vcin.com slash subscribe for only 22 bucks. You get full access, sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails. The emails are so crucial. When you, when you get them, you'll see betting splits with the money, ticket percentages, everything. Just go to vcin.com slash subscribe. Okay, Michael Lombardi in Jersey. We will have your official play uh, coming up a little bit. You, if, if you've been peeking at M. Lombardi NFL on Twitter, you already know. But right now, there's two books in town that have the Ravens laying three and a half. Everybody else is at four. So we'll get to that. Josh Applebaum, of course, Market Insights, joins us now. Uh, my guess is it's a busy day for you. So thank you for doing this, Josh. How are you? Yeah. Uh, it's an honor. I'm doing great. Uh, yeah, running around, guys. It's a great day. But I got to say, you know, to start off, I think what we should really be proud of is the fact that we isolated dogs going into week one. This is something that we've seen historically, really these buy low, sell high opportunities. And again, with sports betting legalization spreading, more and more people betting, the public bias toward favorites creates a lot of value to buy low on these dogs. So really, it came true yesterday, guys. We hit on a lot of these on yesterday's Lombardi line. Dogs go 10 and 4 ATS. You had eight outright wins. And really, another thing looking at uh, is these buy low dogs that missed the playoffs. The previous year it's kind of a perfect storm where all summer long we're told these narratives and pounded that this team's bad this team's good buying loan those kind of quote-unquote bad teams against good teams very very good yesterday you're looking at an eight and two ats dogs who missed the playoffs last year going eight and two ats yesterday they're now 75 and 54 ats 58 percent overall so michael any dogs that surprised you or you know obviously the packers i think that was the biggest surprise yesterday that they got blown out um but were anything surprised you overall michael or was it hey you, we, we looked at these dogs and they came through for us well, I mean, I don't know if I was actually surprised. I mean, the, the Seattle game, uh, the way that the, that the Seattle played and the way the Colts played and the outcome, I, I thought the Browns, I thought the Chiefs would have been better offensively. I thought they struggled to get going. The Browns' defense played, I thought, a better game. I thought I was so disappointed with Miami. There was a dog that won. I didn't think, and when you watch the tape of that game, Miami was fortunate to win. They, they did it. They did all the things that New England preaches, right? They, they were good in the red zone. They won the middle eight. So... I don't know if it's much a surprise of anything as it was just that the teams that didn't execute in the red zone were the ones that really got, got caught and that cost them games. Well, let's talk about that one. Flores improved to three and two versus Belichick. He, this is an interesting game the way it played out, Josh. It opened two and a half hung on at three for a little while and then ends up closing three and a half with the Patriots. So number going that way, the Dolphins end up winning 17-6, so an outright winner on the field. What is, as a Patriot fan, I don't know if you bet them, but what did you see from this one, Josh? 
Yeah, Patrick, Michael, I was so close to having my cake and eating it, too. I'm rooting for the Pats and, and obviously Mac Jones, who I thought Michael showed a lot of resiliency. I love how they tried to give him the game ball his first touchdown. He wouldn't give it to him, and he's kind of laser focused. But I was hoping at the end you kick a field goal. You know, Patriots win 19-17. My team wins. And, again, Dolphins were that divisional dog angle. And I think, you know, one thing to keep an eye out for, inflated line opportunities. You know, Patriots – even though you lost that game straight up, if you got the minus two, minus two and a half early before it got to three, you beat the closing number there. But to me, once it got to the hook, the three and a half divisional dog angle, buying low in the Dolphins in that spot, uh, 68% ATS with these divisional dogs. And also guys, the total, the total sailed under. I mean, that's one that really got hit quite a bit. It was 45 and a half down to 43 and a half or 43 even uh, kind of a low scoring game. You kind of felt from the start, maybe a live line opportunity, but whole thing here, guys, dogs, divisional dogs, inflated dogs came through yesterday and uh, could get my pats here, Michael, but maybe Belichick can use that as motivation moving forward. Way too many penalties and too many turnovers. Well, I, I think uh, I, I think at the end of the day, this was a fortunate. This is a game that New England lost. Miami didn't really win. Uh, you know, I mean, New England turns the ball over twice. Uh, they they don't they don't stop him on a third and ten, and he throws a pass. I mean, I thought really th this what what Brian Flores did is what he was learned and taught by the master Belichick himself. He didn't beat himself. They didn't beat themselves, and they were fortunate. And the red zone, which is something the Patriots start practicing in the very first day of OTA or the very first day of any time they start practicing and uh, you know and, and they were horrible in the red zone they didn't make the plays they needed to make and penalties you know when a Patriot team has eight penalties it's really bad you know oh hell yeah that is uh, when we come back when it's just you and I I want to ask you about Mac and Tua's performances Josh on the numbers yesterday uh, the dogs 10 and 4 ATS the unders as you just mentioned that's correlative remember dogs under so we always want to repeat that and then the home dogs 4 and 2 ATS three outright wins one of the winners was Michael laying the three on the road with Denver yeah, great call by Michael on that one. Not only did Michael hit it, but also beating the closing line. Remember, that was a game we looked at where when I look at these lines, guys, I'm looking for severe line moves. So, like, for that Denver example, minus one all summer at the New York Giants. Obviously, we see, uh, you know, Teddy Two Gloves. Again, another one. Pour one out, another one for Teddy Two Gloves covering a number here. We like, we love him as a dog, even as a favorite. Again, he's like 74% ATS just in general. But, again, open one, got to three at one point. There was Close a two and a half. My bad. You're right. Yep. Yeah, came back to Patrick. I think that was just kind of just principle sake, you know, open one. Now you, now you can get the key number three at home, get that, you know, low dog. Uh, obviously, you know, you cast the under there by the skinnier teeth, but that's one of those plays where whether you money line or laid the points, it was always moving toward Broncos. So uh, again, I'm looking forward, Michael, to week two, where actually the, the Broncos are going to uh, Jacksonville. And I think week two is all overreaction week. Jacksonville looked terrible. Uh, we got that one with Houston. Obviously the Broncos look good. If you can get a seven or if that falls maybe to six, I'd be looking to buy and low on Jacksonville next week, Michael. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I got to study Jacksonville's <laughs> tape, but I don't know how you could buy Jacksonville if you're just buying Coke machines because you couldn't have been worse than they were. I mean, did you watch that game? Did you watch that game, Josh? I mean, the guy knows nothing about the middle eight. He's got 57 seconds to go. He's down 20 to seven. You know, it, that's not Indiana over there. You know, that, that isn't, you know, we're not playing Ohio U. I mean, that's not Minnesota. You know, we're not out of here in Nebraska. Like, that's an NFL team. And you throw three straight passes, and the next thing now you're no down 27 to 7. Like, th th that whole thing was a disaster. We said it on the show. David Culley was with Joe Cullen. Joe Cullen has never called defenses in his life. 
He's been a D-line coach. You made him the defensive coordinator. You got Brian Schottenheimer and you got Daryl Bevel calling plays. It's like you, you basically formed this committees of independent contractors and your team has no unity together. It ain't going to happen overnight. Like, this is why you're the head coach. You're the head coach to orchestrate all this. I, I just, you're not going to get me on any of that, the buying on Indianapolis, buying on Jacksonville because they're playing at home. I mean, the, first of all, who's going to decipher Vic Fangio's schemes? You know, right now it's at six and a half as a home dog. Maybe they cover. I don't know. Maybe I would take it later in the week when I look at it. But I thought Jacksonville was really bad. And I'm not going to lie. I mean, they were not well coached. Josh, tonight, now Westgate just went to three and a half. Circus three and a half. South Point's three and a half. Mostly everybody else is still four. But Michael's point all along was he thought it would come down to three and a half. Baltimore. Uh, tonight in Vegas, essentially opening up the new stadium uh, for three and a half, somewhere in there in 50 and a half, Josh, what do you got? Yeah, I'm loving this late movement here, guys, to the Raiders. You know, this is a game, and Michael, uh, you know, props to you. You tweeted out the fact that, hey, this thing's probably going to get down closer to three, and I think you're you're right on because, again, this thing opened at minus four. Over the summer, Ravens were one of the most popular bets overall, saying, hey, Lamar Jackson, they'll roll against the lowly Raiders. Got up to four and a half. Then a barrage combination, I think, the injuries, Dobbins, Edwards, Marcus Peters, and I think just the value play of getting a contrarian primetime dog at home in the best week of the season for dogs. You had a lot of plus four and a half. I think that was your best number if you're holding a Raiders plus four and a half ticket I think you're feeling really good right now now it's down to four and all these system matches you know dogs 10 and 4 ATS even with Dallas I think they're now 11 and 4 ATS right. and really the, the system that I like guys is that dog that missed the playoffs this would be a buy low spot on uh, Vegas Raiders at home try to get a four down to three and a half also Michael real quick any any love to the under I think a lot of people think it's going to be a shootout but it opened total 51 it's down to 50 got some offensive guys out for uh, Baltimore could you see maybe a lower scoring game here I, I could but the thing that I worry a little bit about is my if they play man-to-man -man like they do in Baltimore and the ball gets thrown over their head which it's very capable of doing tonight I mean, I think the key to this game is, or first quarter, is going to be does Derek Carr get knocked on his butt? How does Derek Carr handle that? And if they don't get Derek Carr on the ground quickly, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a crowd. It's going to be loud noise. It's going to be a tough environment. I think it's a field goal game all the way. I, I, I really do. I lean towards the under, Josh. I agree. But I have more confidence that if I can get four, you know, then I think it's going to be a field goal game. Josh, I want to give you the first half. I'm just curious your thoughts on that first half because uh, Thomas Gable brought up a good point with the scripting, which Michael always talks about. He's a very good play caller, Gruden. Uh, first half, I've got a number of the Ravens lane three. I'm guessing uh, there's a couple two and a halves, but Josh, uh, thoughts on that first half, Ravens lane three. I like that idea there, guys. And by the way, TG's probably happy because uh, uh, Books had a great day yesterday. Oh, great. He was, he was giddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Patrick, you don't have to ask him to, uh, you know, put in new floors or whatever. No, he was he's, fine. he's feeling good there. The lights yeah. are on at the Borgata today. But I, I, I like that idea. Again, you're getting the plus three. Can you keep it close? What if it's tied at half? What if maybe Vegas has an early lead? Obviously, Harbaugh, uh, great in the preseason. Harbaugh is really good week ones as well. You know, I think the last four or five, he's had kind of blowout wins there. But I could see Vegas maybe starting hot. Maybe you see Baltimore. Baltimore come back a little late, but getting a three, it's important now because, as you mentioned, Patrick, they really juiced up plus three, minus 115, like the first half number may fall to two and a half. So I think the three is valuable. And I agree with Michael. I like the under, but when you have such a good edge right now to dogs, guys, I would hate to cash my Vegas Raiders play and lose my under and then, you know, lose the juice there. So I, I really like the dog, the Raiders tonight. Good luck to you, Josh. Market Insights is the podcast. We'll see you next time. Coming up next, Thanks, Josh. maybe Dex the reason Zeke didn't run the ball. What? Maybe we'll Dex find out. the reason Zeke. 
I was getting feedback. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This one's the best. You bet 10 bucks, you win 200. If either the Raiders or Ravens score tonight over at BetMGM, go to BetMGM.com, download the BetMGM app. Well, it's simple. You just go VSIN, V-S-I-N, 200. And if you're a new subscriber, you're going to win 200 bucks if either team scored. It's uh, paid for and free bets. Again, new customer offer. Must be 21 years or older. All right. True or false, you were just having a Philadelphia soul. I'm talking Hall and Oates. She's gone party in your office by yourself right there. I mean, you I were blaring it. 
I put it on YouTube. I, I was like, I got to, I mean, there's nothing better than early seven, late 70s Hall & Oates concerts. Oh. I mean, Daryl's voice is so good at this point. It's incredible. And she's gone. I mean, Abandoned Luncheonette is, you know, I always wanted to have an Abandoned Luncheonette. That would be a goal of mine. I'd like to have an office that looks like a Luncheonette out in the woods somewhere. You know, that would be yeah. pretty cool. It's, Matt yeah, was, I'm in. I'm no, all in. I'm, I'm all in. All in. I love Here's all the deal. Like, Matt, the p- p- new producers will say, are there any guests you two would like? Yeah, we want Daryl Hall. That's who we yeah. want on the show. Like, Daryl Hall. I, 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 you know how they do the guest pickers? From Daryl's house. We why could can't have... we do the show live from Daryl's house? I mean, why not? I mean, he, you know, he's in the Bahamas. We could do it live from Daryl's house. I, is he in the Bahamas? I thought he was up in a cabin no, in upstate gonna, New York. I think he is. Yeah, but he used to have a house. There was actually a Sarah. You know, all those Sarah songs, were. there was a Sarah. I hope she smiled. Uh, I hope she does, too. She didn't make any residuals, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Oates had a good run, though. He's kind of sleeping on yeah. Oates. Oates just kind of low-key no, in the back Oates. with his mustache. You know, it's funny. I took I took my, my son and his wife, before they were married, to a concert over the Borgata. It was Hall and Oates. And I told Michelle, I said, Michelle, don't watch the little guy. He won't sing very much. Just watch Daryl. He's got it all covered. <laughs> Oh, I again, if they can do it on game day, we can do it on the Lombardi line. Guest pickers, Daryl Hall is our first one up if we can possibly make yeah, it happen. There, there but did you see this? I just wanted to run this by you because you and I, you've yeah, been please. lamenting, you've been lamenting Zeke, not necessarily running the ball enough, but also not catching the ball out of the backfield. Uh, this is from David Hellman. He runs, he, he writes for DallasCowboys.com. He said, Kellen Moore says the Cowboys called 28 runs on Thursday night. Dak checked out of 12 of them, 12 of them based on the look. Well, I mean, that's what happens, right? So that's why he's got to become more involved in the passing game. The reason we paid him like a weapon is because he's a weapon. And so if if I can get into an eight-man front or an overload front and I can make the quarterback check out of a play, which we all do, which is what happens all the time, you don't want to run a bad play. Nobody wants to run a bad play. But the reality of it is, is you've got to be able to, you've got to be able to get him the ball in space. I mean, if McCaffrey can average nine yards and 9.9 yards a catch, why can't Zeke do something? And if he can't, then we got to trade him. Then let's just trade him. You know, I mean, look, there's certain times you're going to run into a bad look. I get that. But that's why you're paying Dak $42 million is you take it over. Nobody goes to the line of scrimmage anymore. This is not with just one play. Uh, We're going to run 24 power. No, nobody does that. It's They're pointing to their helmets. They're calling blue, blue, you know, check, check, kill, kill. You know, all based on looks, all based on fronts, all based on coverages, all based on all these things. If you could take them out of it, then it's a problem. That we got to get them the ball. Agreed. I want to come back to asking you about two individual performances. What do you think of Mac Jones? 29 of 39, 281, touchdown, no picks, average of 7.2. I watched him. I, I just, I love him. I think he's going to be a star. I, and I thought for a debut, I thought he was really good. I'm sorry, you, I missed you on no, that. No, that's okay. You, Mac what, Jones. Mac Jones, what would oh, you think? I, I thought he was great. I mean, I thought Mac Jones played fast. I thought he had great poise to him. He was accurate. He had one bad throw over to Jacoby to, uh, to Myers that if he makes it on the sprint right option play, it's going to be a first down. But, look, they beat themselves. This is the week. I could just tell you, this is going to be the week that New England players are going to hear this speech. Look, fellas, <laughs> we've done it your way, okay? It doesn't work. We're going to do it my way now, right? Because everything he preaches, ball security, no penalties, don't beat yourself. They did. Like, 
like you will hear you will hear nothing I mean he will compliment Miami to the nth degree they beat us they beat us at everything we believe in preaching it the middle eight somebody write that memo to, to, to urban about the middle eight we got to get him on that middle eight like urban like we're, that is not Indiana over there like we just can't throw three passes and know we're going in at halftime poor urban. If I put, I'm, not, I'm saying this to Urban with respect. He's a smart man. Like this is a different game. Like I'm not trying to be a know-it-all, but you can't come out there and not understand that all these three units have to work together. It's one of the most disappointing coaching jobs I've seen. Like he's standing there. It's he's got to orchestrate all three units together. He's got Joe Cullen calling defense. He's got two deep offensive coordinators. Seattle's offense looked way better yesterday than Seattle ever did with Brian Schottenheimer. And I like Brian Schottenheimer. I love his father. His father belongs in the Hall of Fame. But you're, when you call plays and play slow like that, you're not going to gain any advantage. Lovey Smith, you know, I mean, Lovey, did you see that beard on Lovey? It's kind of a sick beard, not going to lie. Look, it looks good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I, I mean, it got me off track. No, here. I, no, I know, yeah. I know. But I mean, like, look, you you, you got to be able to mix it up. These guys are pro coaches. I, I just disappointed that Urban, like, it's that's not how the program's going to go. You can't let Trevor Lawrence throw the ball fifty times. I don't care if he's the best player, and I love him. I love them. You can't. And you're, the, the important word, the operative word, program, this ain't a program. This is a different world. And, and at Ohio State, you're running a program that can just absolutely out-talent everybody. The talent here, you're going to flip the, the playoff pool 50% every year. The talent in the NFL is the same. A couple players same. here and there, but same. It's, it's the teams that handle the situations. I mean, let's face it. Miami outcoached New England. They were better in the situations. They were better in the red zone. They were better on third down. They were better in the, in the middle eight. They, Brian had his team ready to go. They played a lot more zone because they knew New England was prepared for man. They played zone and not that it affected New England. I mean, New England moved the ball on them, but they stopped them in the red zone. And That's I mu- the reality. And I must, I must, I must ask. What'd you think Please. of Tua? What'd you think of Tua? I thought, you know, I got a text when I was on break. I got a text from somebody that was just like, they, 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 these, from people in the league that, you know, like, I mean, Tua was, I, I don't want to, it's like Parcells used to say to me all the time, quit kicking the horse, he's already dead. You know, like, I'm not going to beat him up. I mean, he won the game. But you're not going to live with a quarterback like this. There's just no way. Mm-mm. There's no way. I don't see it. I mean, maybe maybe I need to go to uh, maybe I need to go to get my eyes examined. I don't see it. I don't see him drive the ball down the field. I don't see him working from a tight pocket. He got to have great protection. You know, you want to throw slants? He's gonna throw slants. You want to throw flats? He'll throw flats. You want to throw crossers? Got it. People take that stuff away now. So. 11 and 4 as far as dogs that's tied in the Super Bowl era for the most dogs covering in week 1. Is that going to continue tonight? I think Michael Lombardi thinks it may. The Raiders are hosting the Ravens. Uh, 4, you can still find a 4, but a bunch of 3 and a halfs are popping up here. Let's go ahead and start with your analysis. I know the pick is going to be Las Vegas, but why? Look, I think why? A hundred million reasons I'll give you. Uh-oh. I mean, at some point, Gruden's got to step up to the plate and say, okay, here we go. He's good in opening games. You know, he's got a Richie Incognito's not going to play tonight because I think he's hurt. But their offensive line's got to do a good job. I think he he'll do a good job of mixing and matching the run and the pass. He'll keep the quarterback healthy. They've got skill now, 
And the weakness of Baltimore is in their secondary. Can they hold up? Marlon Humphrey's outstanding. Marlon Humphrey's outstanding. They won't go near Marlon Humphrey. But who's covering Waller? Who's covering Waller? Who's covering Ruggs? You know, I mean, there's some matchups we can get to. You know, I mean, like, is Anthony Averett, is he, I mean, the fourth round pick in the 18, is he going to come in and play? I don't think Jimmy Smith's healthy. So, I mean, they want to play man-to-man. They want to blitz you. They want to attack you. They want to do some things. We'll see. Look, we know this. Wolf's not going to play. He's hurt. So, Brandon Williams, a run player. Calais Campbell, they got to block him. they got to handle the speed of this defense. That's what they've got to be able to do. You've got to be able to slow down this defense. And if you like Gruden, you know, Gruden's got to show up. He's got to show up tonight. So if you, I, Matt just showed me Waller. Waller reception six and a half. You can go plus one fifty-five on the over. Waller gets seven catches tonight. He better. He better. That's that's good. Yeah, that's good news for the Raiders. Obviously, he better get it. I mean, I mean, even if they double him, he's still open. I mean, the guy's too hard to cover. He's a wide receiver. They will go nickel when he's on the field. And when they go nickel when he's on the field, you've got to be able to win that matchup. It's like yesterday. We saw it with, with Fant, and we saw it with Hawkins. These are hard guys. Why do you think that Denver was in 12 personnel the whole game? They were coming after Gabriel Peppers. They wanted a piece of him. He's on the field. We're coming to get you. They formation to 11, and he went standing over to the sideline. Like, you can't do that. You can't have a safety that you got to sub. It's not hockey. We're not running line shifts here. Quickly. The total's coming down a little bit. The Raiders 8-0-1. Their, their last nine is a home dog. Do you like the over or under here? I, I don't really. I like, don't like the, I actually lean. I, don't, I lean towards the over a little. If I leaned anywhere, it would be because I think there'll be some explosive plays. But I don't really have a lean on that. I like, I like, I like the four. I think it's a field goal game. Well, lean I o- see you, Matt. I got you. I'm <laughs> saying goodbye. Lean over to YouTube and play some more Hall and & Oates, and I'll see you, oh, I'll see you on Thursday. The, we're going to play the abandoned <laughs> luncheonette. I'll see you later. Odds on them all and Mike next. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.